Welcome back, guys. This is week 22 of the I Want to Know Christian Podcast. This is Misty, and I'm with... Pastor Glenda. Pastor Glenda. <laughs> Who just happens to be Misty's mom. Yes, that was a question from one of the people that listened to the podcast. I call her Pastor Glenda on here so that you all know her name, but she's mom to me. But actually, Misty's also recognized as a pastor. Yeah, well, yes, as the ordained. Yes. yes. Um, so we are here this week with a big topic. Well, mm-hmm. I think something that every single one of us Ooh. needs to hear. Gee, Lord, just, I mean, compel. You need to be compelled to just sit through this whole thing because it is powerful. Yes. And we're talking today about something that can keep you out of heaven. Yes. Yes, Lord, we need to get some deliverance in this in this realm, and that is the bitterness and resentment. Yes, because bitterness and resentment will put you straight in hell. If you're not willing to forgive others, God is not going to forgive you. Yes. We know the word says that, yes, don't we, Mom? We know that. So let's just start out with a with a foundational scripture. I think the best one to do is Hebrews twelve. 15 which it says see that no one fails to obtain the grace of God now right there should tell you that it is possible to fail to obtain the grace of God and that no root of bitterness Mm -mm. springs up so right now we have learned that a root of bitterness bitterness is a root and it is something that can get in the way of the grace of God. It's just another spirit, a spirit that can get in you and get hold of you, and you may not even know it's there until suddenly one day, whoo, you explode, and when when you do, it comes out. Right. And I'm going to also refer to Ephesians 4.31. We're just laying some foundation here, some biblical foundation. And it says that all bitterness and wrath and anger Mm. and harsh words and slander be put away from you along with all malice. Malice. So let's break that down, Pastor Glenda. Anger, the first part right out of the gate, is uh, wrath and anger. Bitterness has a root of hurt. Yes. Someone has hurt you. They've done something either, and it may not have even been their intention to hurt you. You may, it may be something you've taken that way. Right. But regardless, it is a, a, a seed of hurt. And that seed gets planted. We talked about strongholds in the mind before, haven't we? Yes. And when that seed gets planted in our minds, it forms a root of bitterness. If you feel like you have a lot of problem with anger and wrath, it could be that you're dealing with a root of bitterness. Yes. Yes. I mean, that's that's <clears throat> one of the main symptoms of a root of bitterness in our, in our heart. There's bitterness, anger, rage, resentment, jealousy, envy. Right. All of it. 
And a lot of times we use anger as a defense mechanism. Right, right, Misty. This is before I got right with God. You hurt me and I'm going to get you. I cannot (laughs) tell you how many times that me and my husband would get into it. And he would say something that I would perceive to be hurtful to me, I mean, blatantly, or perceived hurtful. And in my mind, I'm going to hit you back just as hard as you hit me, if not harder. Mm -hmm. I want, if you're going to hurt me, I want you to hurt. That is how bitterness works. Yes, retaliation. It is the exact opposition of forgiveness. Mm Mm-hmm. You cannot have bitterness and forgiveness. If you're operating in bitterness, then you are not operating in forgiveness. Amen? Right. And so the next thing that happens is, yeah, okay. That's a revengeful spirit. You it don't, is. You don't want no revengeful spirit. Well, it's a defiling spirit, too. We'll get there <clears throat> yes. in a minute. We'll get that in a minute. But, so initial, our initial reaction, our self-preserving preserving reaction is anger. Right. So I'm going to, let's just take an example here. Let's say that you, you were hurt by somebody and let's say they're very critical of you. A lot of people grew up with very harsh, critical parents. This isn't about throwing your parents under the bus, but you may be somebody that's really internalized that. And so whenever you perceive, because everything you're looking at now is through the lens of that hurt, that be of being overly criticized and so your first reaction is I have to protect myself I don't want somebody walking all over me thinking they can they can treat me that way so the first response is anger mm-hmm. the the second response is harsh words you're going to get mad and then you're going to strike back right right and it says we're accountable for harsh words. You yes. know, one thing that really affected me, Mom, and not, you can chime in on this too, is a realization that I'm dealing with a child of God. As annoying as someone may be to me, as angry as they may make me feel, they are a ch- they are either a child of God or a potential See, child of God. See, that's the problem. God. That's the problem right there. As brothers and sisters in Christ, it doesn't matter if you're married or what. The first first thing you've got to always remember is that is a child of God. So for you men out there thinking, you know, right now, when you get angry at your wife and yeah. you're harsh with your wife, you're being harsh with the daughter of the Almighty yes. God. And it doesn't just flow with men to women, it's women, women to, to men. men. But I think we need to get a little bit of reverential fear of that, yes, of that in our hearts. And we don't have that. No, no. I mean, how we many still see the person? Horrible, hateful yeah. things do we say to people? And if we become a stumbling block to somebody else, if we are become a source of hurt and shame for somebody else, you're going to have to answer for that. Well, I don't think men hold things that are said to them that have offended them and hurt them like a woman will. She'll take it to heart, you know. Mm-hmm. She'll remember 10, 20, 50 years down the road the exact words he said that really hurt her. Right. And that's the thing right there. Ladies, if you're doing that, you better stop it. Right. You better ask God to help you get over it, through it, get it out of you, your body, out of your heart, out of your mind, out of your soul and your emotions, and I mean fast, because we're running out of time. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, that's unforgiveness. And God will not allow that in the kingdom of God. No. No. The other thing here it talks about is slander. Mm. And you notice whenever somebody's upset at somebody else, I mean, we can talk to this, this as wives. If you have a bad argument with your husband, how long is it before you're on the phone? Oh, my. Talking bad about your husband. Or if it's somebody at work, a co-worker that you're not getting along with. You know, bitterness wants somebody else to agree with, with it. You. Yes. It wants it wants to make that person the bad guy. Mm-hmm. And it wants you to choose sides. So if I'm upset with someone at work and I'm telling mom about it, I want her to take my side. Mm-hmm. But is mom going to do that? <laughs> well, we don't need to talk about what mom will do. But, you know, I look back, and I was I had issues, you know, with somebody one time, and a lot of them. And I had a mentor, thank God, Misty. Mm-hmm. And she told me one day something that just floored me. She said, now, that's the way you see it. That's the way you think it is. But you need to stop and realize that they might not be seeing it that way or thinking it's that way. Right. You need to allow God to show you what they're thinking. And ask that person, please explain to me why you feel that way. I can't tell you how many times I know in in marriage, and certainly in my marriage, Mm -hmm. you'll take things the The wrong wrong way. way. I mean, this is something I'm working with my husband on right now, as a matter of fact. Especially when you've been together for a number of years, you start prejudging people based on past behavior. Mm -hmm. And start making assumptions. And you could be have yourself fully worked up in a tizzy. And truly not have any clue what that person meant by what they said. Right, right. That's the enemy. If the enemy can get a hold of your mind like that, then you're ready for a fight. All they got to do is look at you cross-eyed and, you're, and it's on like Donkey Kong. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, what's the enemy after? The family. Right. Take the family out and he's got it made. The really weird thing about, or or unusual thing, in in how you can recognize bitterness is someone, and you mentioned it before, Mom, bitterness is associated with a vengeful spirit. Mm -hmm. They're not going to forgive you until you know what you did. Yes. Until they see you suffer the way they've suffered. If people have ever told you, I feel like I have to walk on eggshells around you. I don't know how you're going to react, how you're going to take something. Um, there's a good sign you got some, some bitterness working. Well, like you talked about when you opened up God's grace. What if the Lord would have done that to us? You know, I mean, really? Bitterness will demand forgiveness from other people. They'll be the first one to say, oh, you need to just forgive me for that. You need to just get over that. I used to say that all the time when my husband would say, you know, that's a very hurtful thing to say. Oh, you just need to get a tougher skin. Right. You need to just get over that. Nah. But yet, if he said something to me, then suddenly my back was up. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, you need to pay for it. You need to. Well, you just I, read, I, we don't need to be speaking harsh words to one another. I'm going to tell you, that's another thing. We will be highly accountable for our maker one day for how we treat other people. Amen. I don't think we realize how accountable. accountable. No, we don't. Because you think about if you have a a daughter or a son and you hear 
their husband or their wife mistreat them and say harsh things to them. How does that make you feel? Oh, my. You want to, like, reach over and... and yes, pop them one. Choke the crap out yeah. of them. Like, hey, that's my kid. Yeah. Well, how much does your father in heaven not appreciate you speaking to his child that way? Right, right. And I know it's hard. Believe me, I know it's hard. And when he has brought you into his kingdom and you do something like that, how would it be if he done to us what we do a lot well, of times? Exactly. We operate with that revengeful spirit. Well, what if he would operate in it? But we know Where would God, we be? God doesn't give us what we deserve. Yes. He gives us grace. Yes. And we are expected to have, here, here it is, guys, that's grace. Yes. I heard somebody say, and I really liked the way they put it, is that forgiveness is supposed to be a river that flows through us. Mm-hmm. And the moment that you stop forgiving is when forgiveness stops coming to you. Right. You know, so we need to be ready to forgive. Oh. And, and by the very nature of the word forgiveness, the word for in that, you know, it means um, beforehand. You right. need to be ready to forgive somebody faster than they can apologize. That's it. That's it, Misty. It's a mindset. It's a good one. Yeah. It's a mindset yes. that says, I'm not going I, to. I'm not going there. I'm, I'm not, not going, going there. there. I'm, I, not, I'm going to forgive you. I don't care what you do to me. I'm, I'm going to forgive, forgive you. you. I'm going to pretend like you never said it, never did it. Yes. I'm going to just give it to the Lord because I'm going to tell you, by getting involved in bitterness, you are bringing yourself under the curse Yes. Of bitterness. And there is a curse. If you ever notice somebody in your life, I want you to think right now about somebody who you associated being very bitter. Usually it's an older person you think of. What do they look like? Yeah. You can see it all over them. You, you can see it all over them. Bitterness is a withering spirit. It, it attacks all life yes. around it. Uh, a lot of instances that... that uh, physicians say now, you know, when they dealt with a lot of cancer patients, it stemmed from a root of bitterness. Right. So if you've got issues, your your body is withering, take a hard look at what's in your heart. Yes. Because, you know, we were not meant. There is a blueprint <laughs> that God put into place when yeah. he created us. We are not meant to carry mm-hmm. burdens. No. Like worry, resentment, anxiety, bitterness, all those things come straight from the same place. But there's an anointing to remove every yoke of bondage and every heavy burden from you, exactly as it is in heaven. That's not in heaven. There is none of that in heaven. In the name of Jesus, praise God. Loose that same anointing on earth into your life for only the yokes Jesus has for you to carry and the burdens that he has that are light for you to carry. Come on now. I mean, think about it for just a minute. I'm not going to say this is true for every person, okay? But think of somebody, if you know somebody who has high blood pressure. Mm -hmm. Okay, a lot of these people have a very common tendency. Yes. They tend to have... High strung. They tend to be a little high strung or very anxious. They tend to be worriers. Yes. One of the two or all of the above. And controlling. They can be controlling, but they tend to be worriers. They tend to, to just take on more than what they can yes, bear. Yes, yes. And that can be emotionally and physically. Mm-hmm. 
so you wonder well, why do I have high blood pressure people that ha have high blood pressure that eventually leads to heart attacks and like I said it's not Stroke. it's not every single person I'll give you an example of just like me with liver disease it's people who are overly indulgent that have addictive personalities have a tendency towards liver disease and I don't mean I didn't drink my way to liver disease but there are lots of people that do mm -hmm. mine was just a horribly unbalanced diet. diet but if you look at what's wrong with your body a lot of times you can make that connection to something that's operating in your life that is not of God amen you know you're talking about the bitterness can be revealed on a person's face I heard a preacher preach on this one time and he dressed it strictly to husbands because they are to love the wife as Christ loves the church to honor her esteem her to nurture her right right to see the that she has every need fulfilled within reason of course but you know what if that woman's walking around with a look of bitterness on her face or resentment that man will answer to God for that mm-hmm but we talked a little bit about the fact that bitterness is what's called a defiling spirit. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, you heard me read some information about that earlier right out of the Bible. A defiling spirit means it has it spoils, it desecrates, it profanes. You may notice if you're carrying around a spirit of bitterness that your spiritual strength is waning. Yes. You may have a situation where you were really on fire from God for God and really just doing great works for God. God was working through you mightily, and then it just started to wane. And there can be other reasons for that too, but that's a the nature of a defiling spirit. Yes. Because yes. God cannot be in a place where, where there's defiling. Well, like I said, it's called bitterness, resentment, anger, rage, envy, and jealousy. All of that comes in with the spirit of bitterness. Yes, it does. I mean, you'd be envious of people and have a spirit of bitterness. Right. Envious. Why the, Why are they jealous doing over so well and I'm suffering? Yeah. Be jealous over somebody. I mean, for me, and I'm going to give a little bit of a testimony here. I was um, born with a vision problem. And when you become a teenager... Yeah, that's a harsh life anyway, but when you become a teenager and you start to see all your friends driving right. and you can't, that is a, the beginning of a foundation of, if you haven't already, if you're not bitter already, you'll be bitter by then uh, because you feel this resentment. Why, why me? Why, why not me? Why can't I do what other people get to do and don't even think twice about doing? You may be that same person. You may be suffering from something that, and you're watching everybody else living a full life. Yes. And for example, let's say you're, um, you have fertility problems. That is the root of a lot of bitterness right yes. there. If you have a heart to have children and you can't, and for whatever reason it's not working out for you, and you see friends having babies and stuff like that, it will, it just tears apart your heart. And you, you get that root of bitterness. But you're absolutely right though, Mom. Once you, that root grows, 
And it's killing everything in its path. Yes, it is. If you make it to be a ripe old age, you will show it. Well, the last thing we'll probably open the door to is the spirit of strife. Mm -hmm. There will be no living with somebody like that. You have no peace. No. You have zero peace in a household with bitterness. Yes. You open the door to strife, that's one of the ugliest spirits out there. Mm -hmm. It brings in everything. Yeah. Believe me, I lived with a spirit. Of, I think I've lived with just about everything at one point or another. But praise God. Well, look what he's done. Yes. yes. But yes. you know what? We're I feel learning. like if you're somebody who's come through a lot in life, yes. then God can use you uniquely. Yes, I told you years ago, I prayed and prayed for you. Uh, I carried the burden, you know, of what happened to your eyes and stuff, and I knew, you know, I didn't understand it, and I'll never understand it. And I know how my mother prayed and prayed, and she went to her grave. I never seen your eyes healed. One day, the Lord just spoke to me, and he says, I made her. She's fearfully and wonderfully made, and that's all I'm going to say about it. Mm-hmm. I on the phone called you, and I told you, God has said this. You need to know it. I think at that point, I probably wasn't ready to hear it, but... Mm -hmm. <laughs> Do not be grudging and resentful that you have had to endure yes. what others didn't. Because God can use you oh my, in ways that he can't use them. See, Misty, <laughs> regardless of that vision problem, she went on and she worked at the VA for how many years? 29. Up in the top class of the VA. She was in the top level of it. And uh, God just used her mildly to work with people. She was in uh, human resources, human resources, yep. working with people. That was what she did. But little did she know that the day would come when she would work for the Lord and start counseling people. And she's a great counselor. Woo, because she learned from that teaching. A lot of you guys yes. see me counseling people on uh, online. Yeah. I, I try to, unfortunately... With the podcast, there's only so many hours of the day, but I, I try to get to at least a few people that well, I my can. My point was God was training her up in the VA to to counsel people. The, the point is, though, I know nothing special. Just because you have a situation that puts you at what you perceive to be a disadvantage. God turns it around for the good. Do not be bitter. <laughs> Amen. Do not be bitter. Do not be resentful. Do, especially do not be resentful against God. Right. Because there is a plan. You just said it because the bottom line in all this, Misty, the bottom line is if you're a Christian and you're doing this, you're really angry at God. Right. can say there was might have been a time in my life where I was angry at God. Um, and I just, I don't want to say that I was something that I thought of a great deal, but I just kind of turned my back. I don't have any bitterness or resentment or anything towards God because God is great. And I'm believing that God will give me beauty for my ashes. Yes. And I've got a lot of ashes, so I'm expecting <laughs> a lot of beauty. <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, he's been pouring out the anointing of beauty now. Yes. The anointing of Beautifying beauty. Beautifying anointing. But if you have a situation, it doesn't have to be a physical problem. I mean, you could be yes. in a 30-year marriage that's oh my. verbally abusive. Yes. The uh, Bible says, 
is that the murderers will not enter the kingdom of heaven. But do you know, Misty, you can murder with your words? Yes. Oh, my. Yes, you can. A lot of times, Mom, we can be bitter over, like I kind of alluded to earlier, we can be bitter over something that may not even be true. That's true. That's true. You know, <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> Let's say, for example... Like, I kind of gave the example of a person who is, um, who's been overly criticized. But let's say you and I are both working at the same place. I've got a low self-esteem and because of problems in my past. You've got uh, issues with being criticized. Oh, you were overly criticized. Our boss walks up to us. And says, I need to talk to you guys in the in the uh, in my office. Immediately, depending, you will see that through the lens of your hurt. Yeah. You know, before he, I mean, he could be calling you in to tell you what a promote wonderful you, job. Yeah, to promote you. But the person who's got self-esteem problems will go, well, here we go. Yeah, we're already fired. Might me. as well just go ahead and quit because <laughs> yeah. they're going to fire me. We'll save him in trouble. I knew that was coming. Oh, I'm, yeah. not, I'm yeah. not giving him the satisfaction yeah, of exactly firing right, me. Yeah, that's exactly right, Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then the person that's been dealing with overly criticism, well. Uh, what do you expect? You did that. What do you expect? Any and I've done this. So what did, what did we expect? <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, he's calling me in to give me a hard time. He's going to read me out. People probably hear him yelling at me. Oh, my. You know, I hope not. <laughs> it's, I mean, and, and the guy may be calling you in to say, good job. So mm. we need to realize that everything that we see, we are viewing it through the lens of our hurt. Yeah. And we, in order to be able to see the truth, we have to stop doing that. Yes. We need to start looking at things objectively. The way God sees them. And not making them. assumptions. Yes. God's thoughts. God's way of thinking. Let go yeah. of assumption. Assumption is not going to get you anywhere. I told you that's one of the nastiest words I believe in the dictionary. Mm-hmm. In the English language, assuming and presuming anything. I'm going to tell you something else, too. Bitterness will disrupt your relationship with God. Yes, it will. And one of the first things I said when we sat down here is you're going to talk about something that can put keep you out of heaven. That's right. It will. And the Bible says over and over and over again that we are to forgive as our Father in heaven well, what are has you doing? forgiven us. What are you doing? You're grieving the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Mark 11.45 says, forgive anyone that you have a grudge against. As you say, your Father in heaven will forgive you. So we need to be saying, search me, Lord. Yes. Search me and find any root, any seed of bitterness, yes. resentment. Jealousy, Jealousy, envy. envy. Yes. Search me, Lord. God help us. Bring, let, find, let me know and then help me, God. Yes. Help me to forgive. Because it could be something that you have carried around with you for years. For years and, like and I years said, and I said years. I said that. You may not even know it till suddenly or one you day, may know one it. day, it erupts. Let me tell you something. If you're bringing up something somebody did to you 5, 10, 15 years ago, yes, you're operating <laughs> in bitterness. Yes. You're upset, you're hurt, and you're bitter about it. Because uh, bitterness is always going to just keep bringing it up and bringing it up and bringing it up. 
instead of letting it go. And you know, like they say, it truly, truly is not hurting the person. No. It's hurting you and your relationship with the Lord. And that matters more than anything. You know, Mom, Ephesians 4.32 says that instead of being bitter and resentful, we're supposed to be kind to each other. Yes. Tender-hearted, forgiving, just as God through Christ forgives yes, us. He was not for revengeful. He had no retaliation spirit in him toward us. Even when we mess up today, do you really believe he's revengeful toward us? And How does God forgive us? My goodness. Over and over, over and over, over and again. Over. Let's I go. mean, what did he say to Peter? How many times should you forgive? Seventy times seven. Now, that doesn't mean, no, you know, that he lets it go and, and we just... Uh, go on and keep doing it no no he will deal with us no but i'm saying the point of that is that there is no number mm-hmm. that you're you're supposed to surrender it to god yes remember that god is our vindicator yes he is the one that deals with it not us. we are in the time of vindication right now misty did mm-hmm. you know that this is the time that god is now vindicating his people right there, I mean, there are times when people intentionally try to hurt us. Mm-hmm. That does happen. And we can forgive them for that. And they just keep doing it over and over and over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And that's not to say that we should just be wide open to that and just no. let somebody just keep doing us wrong. Well, you know what? They took that out of the context in the Bible. Uh, just turn the other cheek. You know, it's not Jesus says turn the other cheek. But he doesn't mean for you to just let people walk all over you. Right. You know, we're supposed to make allowances. You're not supposed to just let somebody take advantage of you repeatedly. But you're still not supposed to be bitter about it. No. You're supposed to say, you know, you may have to let that person go out of your life. Right. But you're not supposed to be bitter. No. You say, you know what, I'm, I'm forgiving you for this, but this isn't. This is not going to work. This isn't this a healthy. Is not, no, this is unacceptable. It's not the way of the Lord's way for you or my right. Me, this one. is not. This was not God's intention no. for me, and is, and it's not a matter of forgiveness because I forgive you for it. Yes, but I, we're just going to have to go our separate ways. Yes, and that's just, that. And the Bible says, you know. Uh, people go on about, you know, God doesn't believe in divorce. Well, I, I believe that's true. I believe that's true. But if the issue keeps going on, going on and going on and going on and it's not getting resolved, then I believe, you know, sooner or later, God does uh, allow, release you. release you. And that's just his mercy and love and grace. Right. Don't get me started on marriage. <laughs> you know, the reality is if we spent more time making sure that we're marrying someone that God no, intended for us, it. And, and we would have spend a whole lot less yes. time on the back end of it wondering whether we should leave them or not. Yes, and too, Lord, I mean, Misty, we would have had... You can call me Lord. <laughs> we would have had <laughs> the life he died on the cross to give us, mm-hmm. to enjoy our life. But isn't that the truth for everything? Yeah. Isn't that, not just marriage. Everything. Yeah. If we spend more time... Hearing from God. Yes, and we would not be in these And p- following the will of God, we would spend a lot less time facing wasting time. bitterness and anxiety. Yes, because all that is is wasting time. He's given us time, talent, and treasures 
to use on this earth for his purposes and plans that, hey, he says the blessings of his maketh us rich and add no painful toil to them. Why would I want to waste my time doing things that are not his will for me to do? Right. And and are going to cause me trouble. And you know, guys, bitterness is an accusing spirit. spirit. Do not do the job of the accuser for yes. him, please. And like I told you earlier, <laughs> you find somebody accusing you of something, guess what? That's probably what's going on with them. Yeah. What they're accusing we you We have of. an accuser of the brethren. Yes. Okay? He already, that job is already filled. Mm-hmm. We don't need somebody. We, you don't need to be working for him. We don't need to fill that job description. And you don't need to be working for him. And we don't need to be accusing other people. No. We just need to forgive and let it go. Let God have it. Yes. And every time I say that, I say that all the time. Just a funny little thing. I say that a lot in this pot. Let it go. Let it go. One of these days, I'm going to break out and start singing, let it go. Let it go. <laughs> I, I just compare. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that will convince somebody. <laughs> That's from the movie Frozen, by the way. Um, but forgiveness, and this is my last thing that I have here, Mom, and then I'm going to let you finish it out. But forgiveness is not a feeling. A lot of times we get wrapped around the axle of our feelings. Well, you know, we get involved with other people, Misty, based on a lot of times what we think is love, and it's really just our emotions (laughs) that we're operating in. We don't really know what love is unless you know the love of God. Right. Now, there's nothing in the Bible that says forgive if you feel like it. No. Okay? Forgiveness is a state of being. It's a decision that you make that basically says, I'm not going to take offense. Mm -mm. It doesn't matter what happens. I'm going to forgive you faster than you can apologize. You just have to learn to let it roll off your back. You cannot. You know, I told you the story about the time when Glenn and I were going out to church one morning. Not long after we became Christians, as a matter of fact. And he made me mad. I don't even remember what is over something stupid. But ninety percent of the yeah, times it are. is over something I up, stupid. I went a flying out in the garage just to get out of the house away from him, and I got out in the garage and the, I heard this step over it, and I thought, Lord, are you telling me that? Is this you, Lord? And I hear it again. I want you to step over this, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking, me, I didn't do nothing. Right. It didn't matter. It doesn't matter. God was talking to me and telling me what I needed to do to rectify my relationship with him right then on the spot. Right. And that was more important to me than anything. Right. Our relationship with God should be number one. Anything that comes between us and God is something that we need to get rid of. Real quick. Real quick. And I'm going to tell you bitterness, resentfulness, unforgiving, All that stuff, that is going to be a barrier. God cannot operate where that is. No. And if your heart is full, that that means, guess what? God can't be in your heart. Yes. Now is the time. We don't have a lot of time left. And I've said this last week. Realize that that you're holding on to bitterness and resentfulness and hurt and and all that stuff. All that's going to get you to is a quick road to hell. Yes. You're on the wrong path. Let it 
go. Mm-hmm. Let it go to God. Say today, this is it. Okay, this is it. I've just heard this podcast. I believe they have just spoke the truth into my heart. And I need to stop what I'm doing right now and all of this that they're saying and give it to God and get God to help me change my thinking on my end of it where I've got wrong thoughts and put his thinking thoughts in my heart now, in my mind. And I do, Lord, I do repent because I have been carrying bitterness, hatefulness, resentment, jealousy, envy. I've been carrying it all. Right. If you're sitting there thinking, well, I don't think I'm bitter or unforgiving towards anyone, then just start talking to God right now and say, Lord. Show me. uh, Not just show me, but show me. But also, Lord, I need your help to forgive. Yes. And then fill in the blank. Because you'll be amazed. You'll be amazed. What comes out of your mouth. Well, you'll be amazed when the Holy Spirit suddenly just shows you suddenly somebody comes to your mind i mean i thought that the when i was preparing for this i thought the same thing i thought to myself well you know i don't think i have unforgiveness but i decided well you know what i'm going to do this and so i just said didn't expect anybody's name to come out of my mouth i just said god i need you i need your help please lord help me to forgive immediately i knew i I had to say i had to say a name he but, will do that. The Holy Spirit, if you ask him to show you, even if you're not even realizing that you have unforgiveness for somebody, he'll bring that person, Misty, if you ask him to, to your remembrance right there on the spot. Mm-hmm. And like he did And now's me. your chance. Now's your chance to get Let your heart right with God. And, you know, if you're even if you have forgiven somebody, but you still have some sadness or... It'll hurt there, even if you're not acting acting on it. You need to let that go. Well, the Bible says don't even bring your eyes or offerings to him if you have unforgiveness in your heart for somebody, all against them. you got to make it right. Well, you, you must make have... the effort. If God shows you that you have ought against somebody, you must make the effort to go to that person. Now, this is true, Misty. You must try to, you know, at least try. It's funny that you're bringing this up because I've got the conclusion to it. <laughs> I was getting ready to say, you may go to that person and mm-hmm. ask for their forgiveness and they don't give it to it, you. It doesn't matter. And then you have that feeling of hurt well. still in your heart. And you, even though you're not bitter against them, you're not resentful no. towards them, you still feel hurt. And that's something that you need to give to God. Yes. He said, and so, it doesn't matter if you've taken it to God and give it to God because if you've done what he told you to do and they don't forgive you there's nothing else you can do it's mm-hmm. it's all on them then right all that's going to do is steal your joy yeah and God will now raise you back up right when you get some joy in the house of the Lord amen, amen. all right well I think that was I felt I liked it. I felt like that was an excellent message uh, I give God the glory. Yes, we do. I give God 100% of the glory. Anything that comes through us as a, as vessels is from him and through him. And we're just here. Yes. <laughs> I'm just the button of the sitting in the chair. Yep, she is. <laughs> All right, smarty pants. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we just appreciate you. Thank you so much. For those of you who are 
still listening. Um, you know, 40 plus minutes in. Yes. Um, we just, we love you. We, and we just, it means so much to us to see your comments down below, even if you don't agree. You know, sometimes we get comments of people who don't agree, and that's okay. We can uh, agree. To love you again. anyway. We can love you anyway. <laughs> we'll love you anyway. We'll give you the love of the Lord. Yeah. Whether you want it or not. <laughs> exactly. All right. Hallelujah. Well, if you need prayer or if you have a question that you would like to hear us answer, if you have a question you'd like to hear us answer, you can just leave it in the YouTube comments. Or you can go to the Father's House, boc.com. The address is in the description. Even if you're listening on Spotify, um, the website link should be in the description for you. Do you have anything you want to add, Pastor Glenda? I think we covered it well, Misty. I I mean, you know. I think it's good. He was all over this. But if you have questions about today's uh, message, please ask them. And uh, we'll be happy to share what we know. But most importantly, you want to hear from God yourself yes, as well. Yes, yes. You know, I always tell people, don't don't take what I say as the end-all be-all, because it's not. You need to have a, uh, go to God and get confirmation yes. in the Spirit for yourself. Yes. Amen? Amen. All right, guys, we will see you next Tuesday. And God bless you and keep you. Pastor Glenda, do you want to pray? Uh, go ahead, Misty. I did last week's so no, listening. No, you did yes, not. I did. I did last <laughs> week. Girl, you go back okay. and listen to all that. Right. All right. Lord, we just thank you. Oh, Lord, we just thank you for this great opportunity to serve you, Lord. You've freely given to us, and we want to freely give that which you've given to us, Lord. And, Father, I pray for those out there who heard this message, that this is the day of salvation, Lord, that they're going to turn, Lord. They're going to turn. They're going to repent, Lord, and turn from this wrong way of thinking they've had all along, Lord, just to get their hearts right with you above all, Lord, that they will. Their names are in the book of, of, of life, Lord, in heaven. And they're coming, Lord, when you come to get us. We're all going to be together in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. All right. We will see you next week. Yes. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.